Well, hello there, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of RNFM Radio on the Pulse of Nursing. This, of course, is the leading platform for nurses, and we're thrilled to have you tuning in for the latest news, trends, and hot topics with the leaders and thought provokers in our industry. And of course, today's subject is going to seem like it's a little bit out of our industry, but it's not really. It is definitely something near and dear to my heart, but we'll get to that in just a moment. All of you hanging out on rnfmradio.com, we certainly appreciate that, where you're hanging out on the blog to find out more about us, the guests, and everything that we have here at RNFM, all of the podcasts as well. If you're using your mobile device, your iOS device, then that is fantastic because that's got a built-in podcast app. And of course, use something like Podcast Republic, not a sponsor, but for your Android devices to take us with you on the go. You can literally take our podcast wherever, whenever, and we certainly appreciate that. Hit us up at the hashtag RNFM Radio on any social media platform and certainly follow us over there. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, you name it, that's where we are. I'm Kevin Ross, your co-host here. We're hanging out live on a hangout on air. So much fun, but you're listening to the audio podcast, which is totally fine. And if you want to check out that video, the link will be in the show notes over on rnfmradio.com. But of course, I want to welcome my esteemed co-host, Keith Carlson. Keith, how are you doing today, sir? Just came back from a really exciting networking event in downtown Santa Fe, and I am so happy to have our wonderful guest here again, calling in from Switzerland, and we will introduce her in a moment. And I believe this is episode number 133, is it not? 133. We've definitely cranked well over 100, and we're continuing to just just kind of top the charts. And I hope we're actually topping the charts on all of those social media platforms and, and podcasting platforms out there. I'm sure we are, Kevin. And this is the first live Google Hangout we've done for quite some time. We have another one coming up in December. Uh, it'll be really exciting. And we will keep you all posted about that on social media and also on our blog and all of our other platforms where you can find more information about us. So, Kevin, should I go ahead and introduce our illustrious guest? You better, because I'm just going to jump out of myself here because I'm super excited. So you better get to it because this is awesome okay. content we're sharing today. Okay. Well, it is my pleasure and my honor and privilege, our honor and privilege, to again introduce to you Sarah Santacroce. I consider her my LinkedIn social media branding and marketing mentor and guru, and she lives in Switzerland with her family. She has lived in the United States in the past, and at Simplicity Admins, that's her business, she's a certified social media, internet marketing, and virtual events specialist, and she enjoys every aspect of small business marketing. She had the idea of running a home-based business and social marketing administrative business all while living in California. But then once her kids were off to school, she was looking for a new challenge and started her own virtual business. And that is online marketing, social media, promoting her own business and promoting the businesses of others and helping small to medium-sized business owners maximize their online presence, their marketing, their branding, and every aspect of their social media and online presence. So, Sarah Santacroce, you are one of my heroes, and I am so happy to have you back here on RNFM Radio. Thank you so much, Keith. Thank you. Wow, I didn't know I'm a hero. So You, you are. <laughs> you are, because I'll just tell our listeners and viewers out there that Sarah is one of these, what I would consider a heart-based or wisdom-based entrepreneur who's out there doing really good work, providing amazing value for the people who interact with her, whether it's through her blog 
for her newsletter, her videos on YouTube, her LinkedIn challenges, all the thing that she does. And Sarah, that's why you're one of my heroes. It's because you do work that is warm and inviting and engaging, but also helps people really move forward on many, many levels of their business. So that's why I'm just so happy to have you here. Thank you. It's great to be back. I missed you. <laughs> oh, we missed you too. So, Kevin, you're really into branding, personal branding, as am I. And um, I'm going to let you lead off this discussion with Sarah because this is really one of her, one of her great specialties and one of your loves in terms of business and marketing. Well, I would love to do that because I think that for the target audience that I often talk to quite a bit, I talk about personal branding myself. And of course, Sarah, it's great to have you on the show today because I do get a lot of inquiries about what, what this whole branding thing means because a lot of people think, well, you know, I'm not Coke, I'm not Pepsi, I'm not Apple or, or Microsoft or Google. So really, what does my personal brand have anything to do with anything? So let's kind of dive in and get to the, the nuts and bolts of really what personal branding is all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what you just said, it's it's kind of the, the same thing, branding, whether it is for your company or whether it is for yourself. And we're in an era today where the human being is, again, the center of attention. So modern audiences today, they don't really want to hear from the company. They want to hear from the people behind the company. And I'm sure everybody's heard this before. People do business with people. Well, even if you are working at a big corporate, uh, in the end, uh, the person does business with you representing that corporate. And so that's why personal branding is, is so important because you're not just branding the company, you're branding yourself. Um, another reason maybe is that today the job cycles uh, you know, are much shorter. Uh, especially in the U.S., uh, if I can't compare to Europe, we were talking about this the other day. In Europe, we still have to give three months' notice, so the employer has to give three months' notice, right? So you're like, okay, in three months, I'm going to fire you. Um, where in the U.S., it's like, well, pack your bags and you're gone, right? The same so, day. <laughs> yeah, the same day. And so mm -hmm. if you haven't spent time building your brand, you know, not just working for your employer, but working for yourself you're going to be in a pretty bad situation, you know, having that cardboard box in your hands and, and, and walking out of the door. Mm. So that's why personal branding uh, is also important, just for your own self-esteem and value. Right. So I wanted to jump in here for a second, Sarah and Kevin. So a lot of our listeners out there say are, are nurses, 99% are, are nurses, and maybe they're working in a facility. They actually have a job, a regular job, and like you said, you can be let go from a job in the United States in, at any moment. And even though a lot of us might be happy at our jobs, I'm often encouraging my clients in my coaching practice to have a LinkedIn profile that's robust and up-to-date, have a resume that's ready to roll at any moment, be networking with people and meeting people all the time. So for those of us who aren't actually out in the business world as entrepreneurs, what is it about a brand and how does one create a brand for oneself, like a brand vision? If you're not actually selling a product, it's really you're selling yourself as a skilled professional. Mm -hmm. Well, I think you just said it, skilled professional. It's all about your skills and expertise and what it is you bring to the table um, 
to your next employer because you're trying to find a, your next job. Well, if you're only if you can only say I worked at this in this hospital, and you're not really working on what did you bring to this hospital, what's your expertise, that makes it more difficult. So that that's what it comes down to, uh, you know, for nurses work on your expertise and be able to communicate that expertise so you can bring it to the next employer. Well, I would agree with that, Sarah. And I've uh, talked to quite a few nurses out there, especially when they're in a clinical setting and they are talking about, or, or any other setting, doesn't have to be clinical, but it really does start there with your personal brand as an employee. And a lot of them come to me and they want to transition into entrepreneurship or owning a business. And again, whether you want to do that or not, I still agree that personal branding is extremely important because that's your essence. That's your lasting impression. That's, you know, I want to work with that person, you know, and I want to, I want to work around that person. I want this nurse to take care of me as a patient. And so exuding that positive personal brand is, is definitely vital. But I also think that it's extremely vital as you transition into entrepreneurship, start it then start it as that employee, start it there. And, and that'll kind of help you build that sort of being familiar with what your brand really is and dialing in on who you are. Yeah, that's right. Because often nurses, they might, you know, do a certain number of years at hospitals, but it's, it's a tiring schedule, you know, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's tough work. And so you're right. I think what I've heard uh, also quite a few times is that they then transition from being nurses into opening their own practice or, or education or anything like that. And if you haven't built that personal brand yet, it's much harder to enter the, the entrepreneur uh, market. That's so true. And that's what I mentioned talking to my clients about, about having that information and that network in place and be working on it all the time, you know, mm -hmm. because sometimes we realize, huh, I think I want to leave this job now. Oh my God, I haven't looked at my resume since 2006, or I haven't opened my LinkedIn profile since I created it in 2010. <laughs> I hear that sort of stuff all the time. Or, mm -hmm. boy, you know, I've been so concentrating on my job that I haven't met any new people in the in the environment where I work here for the last five years. So I think, Sarah, you talk about online and offline assets. And I think that's part of, I think, what we want to talk about today. We have LinkedIn, we have resumes, we have a network that we build online and in person. So what are some of those assets that even a nurse who doesn't want to start a business and just wants to brand themselves as the skilled professional they are, what assets can they bring to bear to make sure that happens and it's effective? Well, you probably mentioned the most important one, which is obviously the, the LinkedIn profile. That's uh, a profile that just accompanies you throughout your career. And, and it's important even if, uh, probably you've heard this also quite a few times, well, but I was only a nurse or I was only an employee. Well, don't, you know, don't say that because you have that expertise that you need to um, you know, demonstrate and that, that needs to be visible, for example, on your LinkedIn profile. And, and then why not also, uh, so that's online assets, of course you could go actually into uh, having your own website, but probably as an employee, um, that's maybe you don't, you just don't have the time yet. Definitely if you go into entrepreneurship, uh, your own website is a must. 
where you, uh, it's kind of like your hub where people come to and find out more about you, where you uh, are also able to write blog posts to, to you know, share about your expertise. Mm -hmm. So that would be uh, another online asset. But then also uh, an offline asset, um, what you mentioned, you know, networking events um, and maybe having your own business card, even if, it, if, you, if you're still employed. Today, you know, it, it seems kind of outdated, but business cards are still important nowadays. And so it's that first impression, uh, you know, when, when you exchange business cards and the other person's like, oh, I don't have one, I, I just, you know, work in this and this company. Well, you know, who says that you can't have a business card? And so just create your own. <laughs> uh, you go to Vistaprint or, or any of these services and just create your own business card. That, that's part of your personal brand. I agree. And we talked about this, I think, on the last show, uh, Sarah, when it comes to LinkedIn. And I really do love LinkedIn. And we're actually finding a lot of nurses who are also enjoying the benefits of LinkedIn to really connect with other professionals out there. And I know Keith can definitely speak to that because it's really like a CV that is, it's, it's organic, it's growing, it's not static. It's something that you can continue to add to and, and it grows with you. And it, it's another, another level of connection. So you might have the people that you're working with right there, boots in the sand, wherever that is in the organization, but I also feel a connection with folks when I look at their LinkedIn profile and I think, wow, I did that kind of work too, or I'd be interested in that kind of work and strike up a conversation with them. And you're networking virtually from a distance and, and really growing, again, your personal brands, even if you're never striking out on your own in your own practice or business, but you just want to be a rock star nurse and a rock star employee. I mean, you can show that. That can really be conveyed there online and, of course, on, offline. Yeah, and there's uh, really amazing groups also on LinkedIn for the you know the, the medical industry where not only can you meet other nurses but you can also learn from them and exchange best practices and and just keep that spark going in you you know it's like we want to learn something new every day and, mm -hmm. and those groups are are great to not just to make other contacts but to you know learn new things every day. That's so true, Sarah. And, you know, back in the day when LinkedIn first started, my if memory serves, you know, a lot of people looked at it as an online resume. That's really what it was and what people saw it as. And I still hear that from people today. They say, oh, yeah, it's just basically an online resume people can look at. And I try to change their opinion about it. I tell them it's this robust website. It's actually a really powerful search engine just kind of disguised as social media like you've said and other people have said. And the groups on there are very powerful. There's people to meet. There's things to learn like you said. And like Kevin said, it's this organic changing developing CV that actually a lot of people don't realize. I told a colleague yesterday, you know, if you apply for a job, someone will look you up on LinkedIn. They can actually download your profile as a PDF. It usually comes out to, you know, could be eight or 10 or 12 pages. But if you have a potential employer Googling you, finding you on LinkedIn, downloading your profile, I think it would behoove you to have that profile as robust as possible, don't you think? Yeah, and especially in the U.S., you guys are so much more advanced. There's companies now that only use LinkedIn. You don't apply on their website anymore or, or you know, send paper CDs. So you just click on apply, and then they receive your LinkedIn profile. Well, 
you better improve that LinkedIn profile because otherwise you're, you ain't going to get that job. So that's the future, I think. It, it will still take some time until you know every company just works with LinkedIn. But that's, that's definitely the future. I, I think that's also too part of that personal branding. And I, I know in my company, we try to push that agenda with individuals who are trying to actually apply to work for in my company because we do not I, I don't like paper I just don't like it people are asking me where do I send resumes please do not send us an email with a link to your LinkedIn profile and a lot of them are like but I don't have a LinkedIn profile and I'm like well get on it because I want to push that I want to push them to push themselves to elevate and not to just weed them out immediately because they want to hand me this beautiful paper resume, but I want to push that because I know that they have that in them. I know that they have that ability to, to take it to another level because in my company, it's always the next level. And that's the kind of employees that we want in my company. Will you still give them an interview if they say, I don't have a LinkedIn profile? <laughs> Good question. No, no. <laughs> They have to, we, what we say to them is that if you take your, your doc that you've got, your Word doc, you have to upload it to LinkedIn because we want, it's just that we're just trying to push them up there. And yeah, so some of them will say, well, fine, I don't want a job there. It's, it's just our, it's our ecosystem, it's our ethos, it's what we believe in because everybody who's representing my company is, is, is a smaller representative of my business. Mm -hmm. And I want their online profile to, per, to reflect that. And I also want their presence working with our clients and in the community to also reflect that. I need those two to mesh. It's really important to my company. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Wow, so that's part of your company brand and it also kind of bleeds out, that's probably not a good term to use, but it, it <laughs> impacts and, and illuminates everyone in your company. So your company brand sort of superimposes itself on the employees and back back kind of vice versa in a way. It, it does. And, and I know that I'm not the only company doing that. When we contract with other organizations, we're, we're often on site and we work with the HR departments. And a lot of times when they have a job posting, the first inquiry that comes in via email or phone calls, they're looking those folks up online. They're literally Googling, Googling them and looking up on LinkedIn. That mm -hmm. is where their priorities are. Mm -hmm. Well, Sarah, for people out there who are listening, say nurses who are, say, working in a hospital, and we don't want them to say, oh, I'm just a nurse in a hospital. You are a nurse working in a hospital as a skilled professional. Or maybe for some of those nurses who we know are out there who are thinking of starting maybe a small side income project, maybe not a full-fledged business. And then we have other nurses who really want to do, say, what Kevin does, which is jumping full steam ahead into the entrepreneurial space. There's a lot of action steps to take here, and some are small, some are very large, um, and they all build upon one another. So in terms of building a personal brand, what do you recommend? What are those action steps that the person begins with, and how do they build from there to create what you're suggesting that they do create for themselves over time? Mm -hmm. um a lot of times when people think about personal branding, they just think about, you know, my vision for the future, where, you know, what's my brand going to be. But actually what's was equally important, if not more important, is the word says it, personal branding. So it's about the person, you know, it's about analyzing who you are as a person and what can you, your unique self, what can you offer to the world, right? And so 
the, the work really starts with, with yourself. You're going to, you know, take a really uh, some good time and, and, and have a look at yourself, have a look at uh, values. That's one uh, important um, thing to, to, to analyze. What, what kind of values are important to you? Um, it's sometimes some, something that we don't on a daily basis always think about, but in terms of personal value, it, it's something that kind of reflects you and, and it will come over in your blog post and it will co come over in you know discussions and things like that. So it's very impo important to analyze your, your values. And uh, you know how do you do that? Well, uh, the easiest way is to do some kind of take some kind of survey online. If you type in uh, value survey, there's a bunch of uh, results that show up uh, on Google, and they will ask you uh, questions, and it, it will always say you know this or that, and then they will analyze and it'll come down to a list of 15, and then 10, and then five, and so. It's really important to do that work and, and realize what's important to me, you know, as a person for the rest of my life, right? I give you an example for, for my values. Um, for, for me, what's at this time right now, family is very important. That's a big value for me. Authenticity is important for me. I want to be, you know, just the way I am. That's, that's who I am. You like it? You don't like it, I don't care, right? It, it's that's the true me. And then growth is another important value for me. So uh, not just not money, but in terms of you know, like I said before, we keep learning new things, and that's that's important to me. So um, these are values that you need to analyze first and uh, understand. Sometimes we kind of subconsciously know, you know, our values, and, and some of some of them have been uh, brought over from our parents, but it, it's a good um, strategy or a good good exercise to to take some kind of survey like that. Hmm. I don't know if you if you guys have ever done that, and, or if you know at the top of your head, okay, these are my values. Definitely, and I think when you come from the mindset of personal branding, I mean, we probably should have just opened it up with this, and and you've definitely touched on it. Is that it really keeps us accountable because when we talk about having that expertise and people wanting to work with us and being likable and all those lasting impressions, we, when you think of a personal brand and how you want to project yourself, and again, what you just talked about, the, a little bit of those nuts and bolts on how we can get there, it does help us sustain that accountability and it's ongoing. And especially if we've got an online presence because we got to make sure like, oh, did we post anything that could offend or you know, how does my hair look in the picture or is it the right picture <laughs> or what did I just say? I mean, you know, I can go way left and then way right depending on the conversations that I'm having. But I think generally people understand that I'm very sincere. I'm very authentic. I am very real and I'm very tied to building community. I want to like truly, honestly, I want to connect with people and build that community. Mm -hmm. And you do that every day, Kevin. You're very good at it. Well, thank you. I, and I think people can see me blushing because it's not just an audio podcast. <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> well, Sarah, in your excellent PowerPoint that you sent us just in the run-up to the show, I like this one slide where brand is in the center. On the left is who you are, which is what you were just talking about, values, passions, your personality traits. And then the other side is where you want to be. And it's interesting, you have develop a vision, list people that you admire, like I admire you and I admire Kevin, um, and, and your ideal career ending, 
where you want to end up, where this career is taking you. And I find that really interesting that you have that ideal career ending in this discussion of brand. That's I find that really intriguing. Do you want to speak to that for a moment? Yeah, I, I think it, it's essential that we do in order to develop that vision that we have for a brand, which is something we do for a company and it's something we should think about in terms of uh, our own brand. I think it's important to know where we want to go. Uh, and, and so that ideal career ending is kind of like a milestone. That's that's where I want to be. And 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 sometimes people tie it to an age, but it doesn't have anything to do with an age because you know it depends when you want to uh, end your career. So right. it's important to to have this vision and say, you know, I want to be there, and that's my goal. And 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 then obviously you put that personal branding. Um, to work to achieve that kind of uh, goal and, and vision for you. That makes sense. And and for our listeners and viewers out there, I just want to point out that when we talk about ending your career, it doesn't mean that you're basically going to retire to Florida and put your feet up and drink Mai Tais, though some of us might want to do that. For some nurses we talk to out there, this is these are relatively uncertain economic times, especially here in the United States, but I think that translates to Europe as well, Sarah, to some extent. And ending our career could mean, quote unquote ending, could mean leaving bedside nursing, starting a few little puff profit projects on the side or having some small business in our retirement so that we're still bringing in some income maybe while we while we collect social security so ending your career doesn't mean ending your working life or professional life so sarah do you want to speak to that to to what that vision can encompass yeah exactly what you just mentioned so for each person is going to be different uh, maybe your ideal career ending will be that you just do consulting you know you don't want to be employed anymore and you want to be a consultant for companies but you want to be independent maybe you want to just serve as a, a specialist on a board of directors you know uh, maybe uh, you want to um, run this very successful business and you know make lots of money. Maybe that's your ideal career ending. So for each person, it's going to be different, but um, it, it's important to know where you want to go. And in, indeed, it, it, it's not the the final destination, but it's the the situation where you want to be, right? Agree. Mm -hmm. And I think it, it comes from a place of. I mean, I think it's okay to feel comfortable. Uh, and, and to feel somewhat settled, because I talk about this as, as an entrepreneur, I honestly, and I think this is for another show, I honestly think that entrepreneurship is probably the safest career path, for me anyway, and I think for a lot of people, because I'm never complacent, I'm never, I don't want mediocrity, I can't stand it, and I and I have this restlessness that I want to continue to to grow my brand organically and, and have that, you know, be projected out there to the masses um, or, or to the person next door. It doesn't matter because, again, it goes back to building that community. And if I just have a community of one or two, but they're really, really engaged, that's fine. But I never, I, I always tell people, especially with their personal brand and their, their current careers, it, like I said, it's okay to feel comfortable, but don't get too comfortable. Still focus on that personal brand and who you want to be because sometimes we can get a little too settled and that can translate to being stagnant. 
That's a great point, Kevin. And that stagnancy is something I actually just wrote about on my blog, Digital Doorway, this week about whether your career feels stagnant or feel you feel that there's some flow happening, that there's some forward movement. And we all can get stuck in the stagnant places. And it's easy to become complacent, like I mentioned earlier, having a job that we feel like we like and we don't feel like we're going anywhere. But like Sarah mentioned even earlier than that, especially in the United States, we can be let go at any moment. And I'm never trying to strike fear into my clients or my readers or people who listen to me. It's really talking about the realities of 21st century economics and, and employment. It's just a different world than it was even 10 years ago. It's a very different world than it was when our parents were middle-aged or younger and striking out into the professional world. So Sarah, you mentioned earlier having a business card. So I encourage all of my clients to have a business card, even if they're not even looking for a job. Just if someone wants your contact information, you hand them your card. It even has your nice, clean, uh, personalized URL for your LinkedIn profile on it, which I help my clients create for themselves, and I know you do too. And you also mentioned a website. Would you recommend an, uh, a nurse who isn't a business person, but is just someone out in the marketplace, does it help to actually have a personal website where one can point people to learn more about you, or is LinkedIn enough in the marketplace? I think if it's really just a static website, so it would kind of be like a, another CV, then I would say, no, probably don't bother, then LinkedIn is, is definitely enough. If this person is you know, web savvy and they really feel like this is what they want to do and they also want to voice their opinion. So um, that's part of personal branding as well. You want to be heard. You want to share your opinion about, you know, the medical industry, about nursing, all, all these things. Then, then yes, I would definitely recommend to set up a, an easy WordPress website where they can have a blog and so you know, occasionally blog on that uh, website and, and, and share then that, that blog post on LinkedIn with their contacts. Uh, so it shouldn't be a burden though. So if if a nurse is, you know, employed and, and, and just doesn't feel like, oh God, I'm going to have to deal with this website, that, that wouldn't be a good thing. But if the person has a real interest for it, then that, I would say yeah, that, that would definitely help your brand. Yes. And, and I think nurses are storytellers. We've had quite a few here on RNFM. And, and I agree with that. I think that if you want to take that extra step and go beyond the LinkedIn page to set up your own personal, you know, yourname.com, if you can even find your .com anymore, but, but to really have that and, and again, just create some engagement, just connect with others out there. I mean, you might be connecting with your neighbors within your own, you know, reach there, but you can extend that reach and, and continue to create community. I just, it's, it's not really surprising that again, I have a lot of nurses who tell me like, wow, there are so many of us out there that are doing the same things. And I didn't realize that until I got online and, and it's just refreshing to have them with us. That's and we're true. in an area where an era where you know health, the human being health, all of that becomes so much more important again. I, or I hope it will because right now we're on a definitely on a slide, you know, down where everybody has burnouts and it's just too much stress mm -hmm. in this society. And so I think we need all these nurses, you know, telling us, teaching us, you, you're destroying yourself, you're destroying your health, and 
I just wish there there was more nurses out there who would communicate, you know, because there, there's the doctors, yes, and they're you know very knowledgeable, but they often don't speak our language. Where the nurses are kind of on the, on our level, they they know the patients and they know what they're dealing with, and I think it would uh, you know it would really help society to have more nurses blog and, and teach uh, about what they know. Uh, what we're doing with our health. Right. And I think, well, and I know Keith, I know you want to chime in here just quickly. This this just popped in my head. I have to get it off my, my, out of my brain is I think of it. I think of it as our communities like Keith and myself and, and Brittany Wilson of the nerdy nurse and Elizabeth Scala, Mm -hmm. all of these great prolific, just amazing uh, presences out there, personal brands and professional brands, what we're really trying to do is crowdsource this positive energy, this positive flow to uplift the nursing profession. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the place that we're really coming from. And I figure if we build these communities and we crowdsource that because we can crowdsource so many things, but we're so many people don't think about crowdsourcing that energy and, and, and lifting up the profession and achieving those next levels. Right. And that's why we bring people like Sarah on this show, because we want to bring those other ideas and values and and strategies in here for the profession and for anyone else who tunes in who's not a nurse or not in the healthcare field. So Sarah, you were talking about branding websites, LinkedIn, business cards, um, online networking, offline networking, all those different assets that one brings to this to the table you know it's a big table and we can build a pretty big one in our profession and our career so what I wanted to say was that there's an aspect of which this personal branding say creating a website and then creating a blog for yourself as a healthcare professional the nurse might think well you know I'm interested in web but you know I don't necessarily want a blog but then there's another nurse who really has something to say and I know something you've said many times is that it's really the content that you create. And say you want to slowly phase out your hospital job and you'd like to get a job as an educator or a speaker or a consultant. If someone goes to your LinkedIn profile and sees this really robust profile, that's one thing. Say they go over to your other website and on that website you've been espousing your wisdom about healthcare and about nursing and you've been really putting the word out and you really have something distinct to say. Don't you think, Sarah, that that part of building one's brand really kind of is the, it can be almost the, the um, what you build your brand upon is that the opinions and the information and the value that you've been creating for other people? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, I, I always like the, the, that phrase where um, personal branding means finding your voice and then voicing your opinion. Uh, that's really what you're doing. You're first analyzing and you're finding your voice. But then you need to also speak up and share your opinion because that's really how you know you're perceived also as someone who is in the know, someone who has something of value to say. And and, and yes, it comes down to content. It comes down to either writing or or doing videos or audios or, or anything where you share your personal opinion or your expertise or your knowledge with with the community. Yeah. 
Well, and Sarah, we definitely want to be respectful of your time today. And so speaking of sharing and extending that voice and extending that reach, obviously all of your social media contacts will be within the link on this YouTube video and of course within the podcast. But for those listening on the road, where where can we find you? What is happening in your world right now? What are you working on and what are you excited about? Thanks for this opportunity to share. You know, it's nice. I, I just about a week ago, I got another LinkedIn connection, someone who's listened to the last show and said, hey, I just uh, watched a replay of the Google Hangout and, uh, and and I would like to connect with you. So that was like, oh, that, that's so oh, nice. Very nice. So yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, Sarah Santa Croce, or my website is simplicitysmallbiz.com. And I'm currently running a, a challenge, a LinkedIn challenge, where I, uh, together with other experts, LinkedIn experts from all around the world, we want to really share this passion about LinkedIn and, and show people that it's not just an online CV anymore, and it's much more than that, and tell people how to use it. And, and so they get 21 free tips if they sign up directly into their inbox, and it starts on December 1st, so still time to join. And the link for that is thelinkedinchallenge.com. That's right. And this will be my third LinkedIn challenge, I think, that I've participated in, Sarah. And I'll say that often the tips for me are are things that I already know, but there's always something new. There's always a couple new things. And even if it's a tip I've heard before, it makes me go back to that part of my profile and examine it again. And then I'll see something, oh, I could make that very, very small tweak to make my my profile that much more robust or that much more perfect or the way I really would like it. And like Kevin said earlier, it's not static. It's this organic thing. It's always changing. So it's fun to play with it. And one of the things I love most about Sarah's LinkedIn challenges, one is having this email come every day for 21 days. The other piece, which for me is even more exciting, is going on the group page on LinkedIn and there's all these wonderful people from all over the world talking about their expertise and their opinions. And every day you can post a question and get an answer from Sarah and all these other extremely savvy people. So being in the company of people who know more than you do and who maybe have the same questions as you is really exciting. And I feel like that's where the Sarah's LinkedIn challenge is just where the rubber hits the road. It's where so many of us can just take that next step. Don't you think so, Sarah? Yeah, and it's it's right that LinkedIn group just keeps growing. So uh, as of now, there's about 700, I think 750 people. And each time I run the challenge, there's you know another two, three hundred, and, and so yeah, it's exciting to to just get that growing and and, and people find each other through there. I ha I've had emails telling me, oh, I just got a, a new mandate thanks to the person I met on 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 that LinkedIn group. So it's nice. Right. So, Kevin, I hope we'll see you on that group, too. I know. Now I've got to sign up. So, fine. I'll be there. <laughs> fine. I will be there. All right. So, fine. expect to see All me. Right. That's right. And, and, folks, if you're listening again and not looking at the podcast or you're not on the website, it's Simplicity Small Biz. That's B-I-Z. SimplicitySmallBiz.com. From there, you can follow Sarah on LinkedIn, Facebook, Google+, Twitter. She's very active on all those platforms, and she provides value on all of those platforms equally. So I recommend following her on each one if you're active on them as well. Thank you. 
Sure. Right. And Sarah, just personally, it's a breath of fresh air to have you on the show today. I mean, we talk about so many things, but again, this personal branding and, and shows like this are very near and dear to my heart. So I just, I'm so thankful to have you, just honored to have you with us. And I know that our community is as well. Thank you, Kevin. It's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say the same thing. I'll rhapsodize about you over and over, Sarah. And we know it's going on 8 p.m. there. It's almost 12 p.m. here on in the southwest of the United States. And we know you have children to take care of and a life to live. So thank you so much for being live with us. This will be live. This will be posted on YouTube. It will also be audio on our podcast. That will be syndicated shortly. So everyone will be able to find you and we'll push this out on social media. So thank you for your time and your expertise. And we'd like to have you back sometime over the winter if you'd like to come back. Sure. Just let me know. We'll schedule something. Okay, great. Well, happy holidays and we'll be in touch. Take care, you guys. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Oh, so much fun. So much fun. I love, you know, I love talking about stuff. I know you do, Kevin. (laughs) I do too. Yeah. And you, and you know, part of my personal brand, it's so funny, I was noticing, because we haven't done one of these hangouts on air, I realized like I talk with my hands, like I'm very like animated, yeah. as if I'm literally talking to a crowd of people, and they're sta- you know, they're sitting or standing, and I'm up on the stage, and I think that's part of my personal brand. Even when we're doing just the audio podcast, I think I'm still doing this like with my hands. I'm still like, and of course, if you're just listening to the podcast, you're like, well, I don't see anything. <laughs> but if you're watching the video, then you see, I, I do get very animated. And I do that on the show, because I'm very passionate about, you know, just creating this content for our communities and really connecting and engaging. That's great, Kevin. And, you know, we do have another live Google Hangout planned. We're not doing them very often, folks, but we are going to be doing them periodically. Maybe sometimes just, Kevin, just you and me just talking on video. So we're going to be making that happen in the new year because we only have a few shows left in 2014. However, on Wednesday, December 17th, it'll be 3 o'clock Eastern time. We're going to have Candace Campbell. She is a Florence Nightingale scholar, and she actually does a Florence Nightingale reenactment. She does this on stage and also on camera and on audio, but we're going to have her live on video and recorded. So she will be on the show as Florence Nightingale. We will be asking Florence questions about nursing in the 21st century, and that will be channeled through Candace as Florence, asking, answering our questions about nursing now and healthcare now in the 21st century. That's going to be our next Google Hangout on December 17th. Don't worry if you miss it, but we'd love to have you live. And if you have questions for Florence, or flow, as Candace calls her, please send them to RNFM Radio. And Kevin, how could people send questions to us? How can people send yes. questions to us? My goodness, Keith. I mean, they tell can me, reach us me. anywhere. I mean, social media platforms. Well, right here, we're hanging out on YouTube. If you just use at RNFM Radio uh, on Twitter and Facebook or hashtag RNFM mm-hmm. Radio, we'll grab those questions because we have this nice little aggregator that pulls all those in. You can email them, insider at rnfmradio.com. Mm-hmm. Heck, hit me up, Kevin at rnfmradio.com. And just Google+, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Our Facebook page has been uh, starting to, it's really growing yes. and we're engaging there. So hit us up there. We'll grab all those questions and comments. We love to hear from the community. I mean, seriously, I read 
on Innovative Nurse and RNFM Radio and all these platforms. I read every comment, As every question. I. That's right. And if you have questions for Florence Nightingale, this is a really maybe a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to ask Florence a question. So get those questions to us by December 17th, and we will ask them of her. And she's really fun. She's she's interesting. She's, she's erudite, and she'll have a lot to say. So it's definitely going to be a great show. And But send us questions anytime, like Kevin said, on any of those platforms, because we love y'all, and we want to answer any questions you have. And if we don't know the answer, we'll try to get them, or we'll make them up. <laughs> right. <laughs> We'll improvise. We'll improvise. That's, that's right. That's what we do. That's, we and but, but we look good doing it too. So oh, and I, I just well, wanted to mention too, Kevin, that we have a couple pre-records coming up uh, later this month in early December. We're actually going to be focusing on nurse coaching. This huge new. Um, area of expertise for nurses. We're having Linda Bark and Barbie Dossie on separately to talk about what's happening in nurse coaching. So if you want to learn about new employment opportunities and self-employment opportunities for nurses, you definitely want to tune into those shows because that is a burgeoning market for nurses. I think I'll tune into I that show. I think you will. Yeah, I think you'll be there. I'll, I'll, I think I'll be I'll, there. I'll twist your arm. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Well, you know, Keith, it's uh, it's been a pleasure. It, uh, it always is hanging out with you oh, on these you. shows and, of course, today live. And, of course, having the community tuning here on YouTube and, of course, over at rnfmradio.com. Stay tuned because I've been talking about this on my Innovative Nurse Show podcast about the relaunch of RNFM Radio in 2015. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a few kinks in there. We're going to iron out those details, but we're looking to really grow and expand. And I think this is the first time I've really talked about it on RNFM Radio here. I'm just taking advantage of. As we head into the new mm -hmm. year, stay tuned because we're going to have so many other innovative nurse shows out there that we want to share on our network because there's so many of you who are just doing incredible work, incredible content, and we want to showcase that. So stay tuned. We're going to be reaching out to you. I'm talking to you. Me? So what? Well, yeah, I'm talking yeah. to you oh. and, and everybody oh, and else. Too. Oh, okay. And, and them okay. and them. I'm pointing at the camera as if they know who I'm talking That's to. That's right. I'm, ta I'm talking That's to you. That's right. Well, Kev, it's been great. Episode 133 is is in the books, and it'll be out there for everyone to listen to and watch and enjoy, and we'd love your reactions. And I'm going to let you close the show, Kev, and it's really been a pleasure, as always. It is. And I love hanging out on the Pulse of Nursing with each and every one of you. Now, I want you to, to really continue to find something that moves a needle for you. And when it comes down to your personal branding, it, it will definitely keep you. It, you'll, you will maintain this accountability, this responsibility for your personal brand. So get cracking on that, just as, as Sarah is talking about all of her expertise and, of course, our expertise here at RNFM Radio. Continue to innovate and create. Find passion in your life and your career. Continue to care for yourself while caring for others. And we look forward to having you back here on RNFM Radio. Radio.